All right. Hello, everyone. How are you out there in podcast land? Uh, welcome to the Gambit Podcast. I am Solobase15. I am here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you on this fine 3v3 night? Um, wow, you you must be doing well this season, Solo, if you're calling <laughs> it a fine 3v3 night. You're not <laughs> swearing. You're not swearing at it. Not <laughs> yet, at least. So. Not yet. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I'm doing well. I'm we. The question the question becomes now. I mean, people want to know: Am I actually good at three v three? That well, after the last three v three, that is the question indeed. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was actually a question. Um, it still might be, so we can <laughs> we can discuss that later, I suppose. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been I've been doing pretty well. Uh, and how are how are you, Solo? As you say on this fine three v three evening, <laughs> I am not hating life, so that's that's a good start with three v three going on. Now, I think next week, or actually this week, we get the announcement of the next what the next GAC is. And that will tell me whether or not I am actually hating life. <laughs> yeah, good call. I mean, be prepared to hate life at all points. I feel like that's some life wisdom, honestly. Yeah. I've seen um, a lot more sentiments at the end of this week of, I really hope 3v3 is over. So we will see, you know, we'll, the burnout is real in 3v3. It, it honestly is. Dude, I, uh -oh. yeah last time we had a back-to-back 3v3 i i know that i was just i was just toast uh, like at the end of the first one and then they're like hey another 3v3 i don't know how i got through it with an okay attitude like i mean i i don't know that it was an okay attitude really but <laughs> i think i think that, that season i still went nine and three uh back-to-back -back 3v3 though is it's not good for anyone and we may have it, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah. I, um, I don't think it will be good for most people to have back to back three V three. I think, um, I think most people want five V five and see three V three as the occasional, like, Oh, this is different. Let's keep me interested. Um, you know, while everyone else is like, all right, I'll, I'll do this to get through it. Is it done yet? Right. I mean, like there's, there's a certain point. I mean, I've, I've said it before, like to me, there's a certain allure to three V three in the sense, like if you can just have it be every once in a great while, like it's, it's not a novelty mode. Like oh. it, it's like, Oh, I sure. Like it, it's new. It's something weird and different. And then it gets old real quick, but I, like, I don't know that I can, I can get through one season every once in a while. If we have to do two in a row, I'm going to turn around. Right. Rotten attitude. <laughs> Gig. Thank you for the cheer. Welcome, sir. Um, glad to have you here as always. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks brother. All right. So uh, why don't, there's really not a lot of news this week because we're all expecting the anniversary update to drop. My guess would be tomorrow just because Thursday's a holiday, so it makes sense to drop it on Tuesday. Maybe not activate it until Wednesday, but at least, you know, send out the um, 
update tomorrow. That's my yeah. guess. Uh, that means last week was mostly quiet. So there's there's actually not a lot of news to talk about. I guess we'll be stuck talking about the actual game and teams we've seen. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, like what what even did happen this week in in terms of like I can't think of any actual news really. Well, the big news of the week was everybody that forgets about the tank raid, aka me, every single time. It's now simmable, so you don't have to forget about it. Just sign up and <laughs> you'll get better than like forty second rewards. The other day I got top, I got number 50 for my <laughs> oh. rewards. And I was like, I don't know if that's ever happened that I've noticed. I'm sure it's happened before. I've played the game long enough. Like probably yeah. has happened, but it was like this. <laughs> it was, it just felt, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I used to never miss the tank raid. Like even after the Sith raid came out and then probably six months or so ago, I was like, I'm, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And so I think it's a conscious, oh, I forgot. Right, right. Well, yeah, it's it's just kind of an interesting thing where, um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't have time, frankly. It's like if I could just set it and it would just go auto, but you actually have to click through each phase and... Yeah, like there's still. I mean, Supreme Leader Kylo will do it, but you you kind of want to babysit that team uh, in in at least the uh, phase three. Yep. Like, there's nothing that you can just like totally walk away and ignore. But maybe there is at this point. I don't know. I, nothing that I've paid attention to. Like, uh, my my understanding of the tank raid has diminished dramatically. So, I use Ray. I hit auto. I do understand that every once in a while that will lead to some ridiculous dodging loop. And so I think I've hit the tank raid five times in the last two months. And when I did, it was use Ray, hit auto. And I've never had a problem with it, but that's when I care enough to actually hit it. Yeah, and that's fair. I did I did go through a time where I was trying to hit it all the time with... Um, I was working on one of those prestigious quests where you're supposed to get top three. And I swear, so the guild that you and I were in uh, for a long time, like getting top three in the tank wasn't hard. Like everyone just ignored everything raid related. (laughs) Right. It it was like, if you, if you, if you soloed it, you were top 10 for sure. And sometimes if you just uh, registered, you were top 10. So uh, that that was that was great. I, I went, you know, I shuffled around a couple of guilds in the guild I'm with now, Hot Ski Patrol. They're all like strangely try hard in in like a really casual way. And so, like, if you're if you're like, <laughs> I you need top three to get that prestigious quest. You need to get it top three three different times. And there were there were a few times I was number five, and I was like, oh, I've got this. And then. Like literally, I think there were four times that I did that where I, I didn't say anything to anyone. I was t- I was like number five. I kept getting number five, and I never got top three. I was solo, and <laughs> like there were a couple times out of those three times, a couple times I just got number five. Yeah, and the other one I got number four, and so finally I had to ask people. I was like, hey, I don't want to be a jerk, but could you please not? <laughs> and. 
finally finally i got it it took it was painful though it was like why do you guys want to run the tank why do you want to do that but i mean like you can't blame them it's you may as like you can't blame them i just it it was annoying me to the uh, just because it wasn't convenient that's all (laughs) that's fair um yeah, that one and the uh, the door drop challenge in Ranker, I will I'll just never get them. So it, it the tank stuff is just so interesting. I think the thing that's going to be most interesting though is once we get this new raid, this challenge raid, whatever they're calling it, the Rancor thing. The thing, the most interesting aspect to it to me is the fact that Solo is going to be saying. Rank, ranker, ranker, the whole time. <laughs> it's, it's going to be distracting. <laughs> you leave that Jersey accent out of this, damn it! <laughs> oh, life, life is hard. <laughs> uh, right. It's just funny. Yeah. So, so that was the big news. We also, uh, the other quote-unquote big news is they listened to the complaints about bronziums and they have updated uh <laughs> they have updated what the polls are going to be because everyone complained that you know their lives are ruined because of bronzium polls and you know so they've updated that um so now the bronziums will drop double the shards but not when you get the full unlock which is kind of pointless quite honestly but i also mm. can't blame them for that that's funny. I actually hadn't heard that at all. I I believe you. I just I, that apparently just totally went over my head. So I mean, that's that's a nice gesture that they're actually working on it. I mean, if if they were going to not give us anything, I I don't know. I'm I'm good with that. That sounds fine. It's you know it. it... I like it more for they listened to the complaints. They heard that there was a complaint and then they did something for it. Um, like, yeah, that to me is a good sign. Yep. Totally agree with that. Like I, I just want, I want to feel like, you know, they're, they're actually listening to what players want and our concerns. And um, yeah, I, I don't know if, this doesn't necessarily mean that they listen to everything, but uh, to me, that's a good gesture. Right. And uh, CG Dojafet, the new communications guy, even said that. He said, listen, I'm reading all of your complaints. Uh, I'm bringing them to the team. Sometimes we're going to do something about it. Sometimes we're not. So yeah, <laughs> there I am on screen. Look at that lovely face. Um I liked right. it better before. Yeah, me too, actually. But <laughs> it's a good sign that they're listening, and at least for the things, uh, for some things, they are willing to do something about it. Forsu says he can still blame them. <clears throat> they only <laughs> fix five to ten percent of the issue. I'm, I just, I'm just not that worried. I guess I, maybe I should be. Maybe I should be outraged. I. I can blame I can blame them for a lot of things. I I have a hard time blaming a company that it like it's, it's almost a, just an inherited game. Like at this point, they probably don't have a huge number of developers from when they start from when like they made the game to where where they're at now. Like 
they're using all this code that they they can work with they know how to use how to use it and stuff but like i i don't know i i imagine that some of it's just like really like you guys left us this to work with and now the players are <laughs> pissed because we have we were not able to do the things that we like we want to advance the game in certain ways and we're just not like this thing is just blocking us from it so the players are pissed because yeah. like it, to me it just just seems i don't know I, yeah it's hard to blame them kind of right and they they've actually so the bronziums they told us it's probably two years ago now they said we hate bronziums because the code is so spaghetti entwined that there's just nothing we can do with them uh it's just since they were there at the beginning of the game and they're going to be there forever basically even though they said two years ago they just wanted to take bronziums out Yeah, I know they've been wanting to take it out forever. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like that's an option, frankly. I think that people would legit be just super angry about it. Uh, but, but yeah, like they, they don't like it. They don't. Uh, it's it's just an annoying thing. Like it, they made it for that tournament system, and I. Right. So I've been playing. I, I started one year after the game started, and. Tournaments were already over at that point. People are starting to ask, like, when are we going to have our next tournament? But we never actually did have one. That's when yeah. I started. And so that was, that was uh, as I understand it, that was part of the tournament system. So, and then it just, like, somehow stuck around. And now people are like, oh, it's part of my everyday life. Like, I love AutoClick. <laughs> or, right. or the people who are like, I saved, I literally have 4 million ally points. And yeah. I am pissed that the thing I never use is going to be different now. <laughs> right. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So. Well, th that's the funny part. A lot of the complaints about the bronziums were, I have 2 million ally points. You're screwing me. It's like, didn't you screw yourself by saving up 2 million ally points? Uh, I don't know. I know. I know. Uh, well, Forsu is saying if they can replace my 3k a month of lost charge shop currency, then I would be happy. And and I get that. I we'll see. May, maybe that's what's going to happen. Well, maybe not. Um, yeah. Honestly, so here, here's the thing. I can't think of a time that CG has just taken away a, a significant amount of resources from us without somehow replacing it in a different way. Agreed. Like, yeah. Um. I remember getting in this Reddit fight with someone and the guy's like, this is so stupid. We have, we, you know, it's been a year and a half since whatever arbitrary date that I, that they mentioned. And we haven't had a single way to advance our Ross, like to get more resources and to get, you know, like make things more common. And I was like, so like the, in, in that time they had changed like the guild store to actually having gear and they'd, they'd given us a whole new type of currency, like the, the GET one, I think. And like all this stuff, like all within this time period, I'm like, what about these things? And he was like, well, those don't count because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so you're not advancing <laughs> your roster faster. He's like, it's not a matter of uh, like, he was just mad because they took away like some random thing. I think it was maybe like uh gear in the fleet store or something like that. Oh yeah. Like, 
people get attached to these things. And I'm not saying maybe they won't replace our, our shard shop currency. I, I have no idea. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that they will, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they, I feel like we talk about this more often than not, but they don't like to nerf things. I, I think they're very conscious of the negativity uh like there's the general negativity that people feel, i.e. lack of content, yada, yada, yada. And then there's the, we just nerfed these characters or we stole this from you type of negativity. And there's, there are two completely different types of negativity. Like the, I want more to do in the game negativity is I enjoy this game. I want to keep playing it. The, I nerfed or stole something from you negativity is I feel betrayed by these uh, game developers. I don't want to play. So I think they're very conscious of that second kind while the first kind just, you know, is the Sisyphus (laughs) rolling the rock up the hill. You build something, it rolls down the hill and you start all over again, six months later type of situation. Right. All right. So Anyways, we, we probably don't need to just continue to continue to belabor the point. I just, um, yeah. it, it is an interesting thing though, because uh, it's all about these players' perceptions too. And, you know, if in a lot of ways, I mean, the players' perceptions are what make or forge a lot of the reality of the game. Uh, what, you know, in Ando's stream earlier today, we were talking about how there were people who were talk- who were like contacting him and they're like, dude, I'm, I'm concerned for you. And he was like, why? And they're like, well, the game's going to end soon. <laughs> and, and I like laughed out loud when he told, when he was talking about that. Cause I was like, yeah, like, cause it, you know, and he mentioned certain content creators who were just trying to just, you know, it, who were just convinced that the game was going to end and that the game was horrible. And uh, it, it's just funny. Yeah. So, Yes. We do not believe that's going to happen anytime soon and i think if you actually read the posts by cg they don't believe it's going to happen anytime soon anyway or either um yeah you don't hire a new community manager uh, that when you already had one in fact in in some ways uh you don't hire a new one if you're gonna just torch the game right so right uh all right so why don't we move on to actually talking about 3v3 you know, we don't, if we must, <laughs> uh, sort of, sort of here for that, I guess. Um, so in this past week, have you seen anything, any new developments, any new teams popping up that we haven't necessarily seen before? Because a lot of times I've noticed in uh, 3v3 seasons is the first two weeks are people kind of all do the same thing. And then week number three is where it's like, Oh, that's a new team, but everybody has the team. And so, how did you yeah. all figure this team out? Yeah, so we were all talking about that. Actually, uh, was it in uh, the patrons chat that we had? Like, so I just ran into it recently on my alt on my last match. There was the GK lead with Ahsoka and uh, Jedi, Jedi Knight Anakin, and I kind of underestimated. Yeah. It. And that was that was the first 
uh, loss to a to any squad that I've seen. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I I it was completely off my radar, and uh, like now it's on my radar. But apparently that's a a thing. It's been a thing for a little bit, and that confuses me because usually I know what. I usually am a little bit ahead of the curve on what's going to be like a big thing. At least I've heard of the squad. So uh, certainly that one, uh, that was, and it was, it, I was like, I was like using my bounty hunters. I'm like, look at how little damage they're doing. I'm just going to eventually just pound them into the ground. And then they just had this flurry of us of uh, assists with each other and killed Boba. Like he was dead literally like three seconds after he was full health. It was, it was impressive to say the least. So uh, there's, there's that. What about you solo? Uh, I'm trying to think now I, I, I asked this question and I should have thought about it <laughs> first. Um, but there was one team that popped up. I'm just pulling up my, my GAC history to be like, Oh yeah, that's the team. Um, Nope, nope, none, none of that. I have seen actually a lot more of the KRU Red Trooper Kylo teams, but that's not necessarily a new team. I just think a lot of people are play, figured out that they can separate their Red Trooper. Because um, the first two weeks it was always Kylo, Kylo, Fox. And then this week I saw the team three times of Kylo, Kylo, Red Trooper, which does legitimately make that team harder i i placed it on defense my third time i didn't i thought i was just being clever i didn't like <laughs> i i probably did just see someone else take it and i was like oh that's pretty good i'm gonna do it yeah. but like i forgot i don't remember that i just remember like looking at the my characters i'm like i'm gonna try this so it felt like an original idea even if it probably wasn't actually but but i legit yeah. i put it on defense my third round as well so yeah it's 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 a legitimately scary team um, or I shouldn't say scary because it's a team you can handle, but at the same time, it's a lot more difficult than with Fox because Jedi training Ray can still handle it. But the thing with Ray against those three V three Kylo teams is like the opening is kind of this, okay, survive the opening and then, then you take control by like the second or third turn, you know, you get the second hand wave out and then it, you've won. And with red trooper, it just, that scary opening is a lot more scary, <laughs> you know, oh, so I, it works, but. Uh, I've seen some legitimately good players almost fail that. And, yeah. and uh, I have seen a couple people just fail it who, who aren't as legitimately good as I kind of said just now. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, it's uh, like, and if you just got to be careful because they have, they have a cleanse in that squad and they've got all the unlimited turn meter and all, all the madness, like, and I, I faced that squad actually with my Treya squad. There were a couple, there was a couple times that I was below 50% health. I was like, this could go south real quick. Uh, yeah. I mean, but Trey has got the tools in 3v3. Like you just, you put isolate on OG Kylo, who, who it seems like that's the worst choice. Cause you know, like OG Kylo doesn't have a cleanse and OG Kylo, uh, and also OG Kylo doesn't have the two turn stun. Right. But, but yeah, like, uh, 
put, putting it on OG Kylo, he's the one with all the turn meter. He's the guy who makes that team go super fast. So, and uh, real quick, th- Gom with the raid. Thank you, sir. Yeah, it was good watching you earlier, and now good to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, good to see everyone here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think we're really starting to see people develop their kind of, their gameplay style. I, I'm still seeing a lot of the EP Malik Bastila teams. I'm still killing them a lot easier than if they were with Darth Revan. Um, but I think now I'm starting to see people that kind of have a consistent, a consistent lineup. When you're looking at the history, the first two weeks, I swear you look at it and you're like, all right, is this going to change? My best scouting is from August. Like, uh, uh, you know, so so just as a total aside, and I'm not saying that I want this, I promise. uh, Mm -hmm. But we we had mentioned if there's another three V three season coming and what we should have an answer tomorrow is my guess. But uh, I think that the one good thing about if we had another 3v3 is it's going to make it a lot easier to scout people because yeah. the first weeks in 3v3 or really even in 5v5 after we've had a different uh, game mode, you know, if, after we've had 3v3, it's going to be tough to scout someone in 5v5 and vice versa. And so if, if they have two seasons back to back, it, I like that consistency. I do. Even if I don't want another 3v3 season, I there will be that silver lining at least. Right. And what's what's funny is you can start to see the people uh, that don't care about 3v3 at this point. So what we had, like what I noticed is one of my opponents this past week, you know, he's a 500k lifetime banner guy. He... In 5v5, he every week he switched up his defenses so he could scout him and, you know, kind of find the tendencies, but he made changes so you couldn't always be fully prepared, you know? Then he hit 3v3. He set the same defense the first two weeks. I faced him the first match of this week, and it was the exact same defense. So you can start to see the people that care or don't care about 3v3 at this point now as well. Well, yeah, this last week is going to be brutal because it's going to be all the people who are already in a Rhodium and who have actually like won a few of their matches. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm actually legit worried about this week because so this past week I unlocked everybody that I needed for Sith Eternal Emperor. Um, the plan was to get him by tomorrow before the lock then. And I have the gear, you know, ready to shoot him up to R seven. And so I would at least have him. So I would have all the requirements and all that GBP bloat will at least be matched with a galactic legend on the end. Stupid tier one of that event has now prevented me from getting him in time. Cause I, I finally caved and just, assign the Zeta because it was not worth, was not worth the headache of uh, my Sid not dodging and the Jedi dodging every stupid attack. But so I'm legit worried because now my account added so much bloat this past week and there's really no payoff at the end headed into this fourth week. Yeah. um, 
that that is actually troublesome i i feel for you on that that's yeah that's not fun at all so i i'm sorry to hear that man it's uh oh we'll see we shall see i have a feeling you're still gonna prevail but um we'll we'll see i guess if you don't i'll i'll get ahead in the standings perhaps or at least <laughs> or at least maintain my spot so yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's been the, such a bizarre thing since the ga center stuff has gone on i i'm like should i root for you and i do <laughs> it's just like there's like this tiny part in everyone's head that's like i kind of hope he fails I, I don't like that really i want to yeah. just be able to root for people but <laughs> it is what it is so yeah it's uh, <laughs> i know what you mean it's like I watch you and Klesso and I'm like, all right, I want these guys are my friends. Like I want them to win. But at the same time, if they lose, I'm sitting right here to take advantage. (laughs) Right. Like that's, that's going to be really convenient for me if they lose. So (laughs) yeah. um, It's uh, so, so we're talking about trends in three V three things that we've seen. And here, here's an observation that I've had. I think that we are going to eventually uh, have a situation where we're, uh, I, I think that, so so the days of the Bastila Sean, uh, sorry, yeah, the Bastila Sean comp, I think that they're just gone uh, pretty soon, uh, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I think I think we're going to stop having uh, that being be a, uh, a comp that we're very concerned about, like Bastila Sean plus. Sorry, I'm, I didn't say ba- uh, Jedi Master Luke. That the Jedi Master Luke comp under Bastila with Watt, like everyone's been taking it. I've killed it like four or five times this season. People have been yeah. placing it like crazy, and I just I don't think that I, I think that that comp is going away because you can just beat it too easy now. Uh, well, the fact that it's fifty-five with. Supreme Leader Kylo, if I place a Galactic Legend on the board, it better not be beaten for 55. If you, like, take Supreme Leader Kylo against my Ray and you get 47, I'm okay with that trade because that's giving me, what, a seven banner, uh, seven banners that I can be inefficient on. You know, two of those, and it's basically uh, a loss for you. So I'm fine with that trade. When you're making up banners on my Galactic Legend, that's where I start to get a little bit worried. Um, and that's where I stop placing that team because I don't want to give you a banner, essentially. Right. And well, I think, though, there's some permutations of the Jedi Master Luke team that are going to start being more problematic. Like the Jedi Knight Luke? Oh, well, you're thinking of Jedi Master Luke Gas and uh, was it Hoda? Um, I think the one that I faced was old Ben and that, old that ben, team, yeah. that team, it, that team's legitimately strong. Like you can't, you can't take Supreme leader Kylo against it. And my guess is that Ray would struggle as well because you have that permatant from Jedi master Luke. And it's so hard to chew through Jedi master Luke with, you know, with your whirlwind, yeah. it's just hard to, to be able to actually win that. Like maybe like a Ray team with, uh, with like, I don't know, uh, Revan, Jedi Revan, that might work because you could mark someone and then, and then you could hit them with Whirlwind or something. But yeah, I th- that was my first thought while you were talking was Ray Jedi Knight Revan plus one, save up um, 
you know, save up a whirlwind, mark gas, and whirlwind him to death and go from there, essentially. And they, the AI is not going to play it smart. They're going to target your Jedi or uh, hopefully <laughs> target your Ray and then just ultimate to them to death. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do against that. Like, I, I did it once and I managed it in the, I, I did the mirror match with yeah. Jedi Master Luke. I, like, I, I and it, he, I was slower and everything. I, I, I just had to practice it a lot, though. And I did manage to do it in my first match, but that team is, that, that team's way scarier than, than the, like, basically, it's just a timeout team with Bastila. And yeah. like Bastila and Jedi Master Luke and Watt, like you're using three really good characters from three different squads for one team that people can, at, at worst, they can two-shot it because there's a ton of teams that at least kill Bastila and Watt and then time out. And then you don't have Watt's tech and then you can just use like a Vader team uh, to right. kill it. And, and yeah, that's not ideal. But if you're like, oh, shoot, I don't have anything to deal with that. You actually do. You just have to take a hit on banners. So, you know, uh, the the team with Jedi Master Luke and General Skywalker. That's like that. That's an oh crap moment. You know, like unless you're oh, facing oh, no. some yeah, unless you're facing somebody with palp, and then <laughs> and then you don't want to place that team on defense. Sure. Well, yeah. So Galactic Legend Emperor. Palp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sith Eternal Emperor will will absolutely uh, torch that, but. And who knows, like maybe there's maybe there's a comp like like a Jedi Revan comp that could at least snipe out General Skywalker, because once Skywalker's gone, then then you have play, then you can beat that team. But yeah. I mean I tried it a few times and it's it's a tricky team. So I, I think that honestly for me, that's that's the trend that I've been really noticing. I pay attention more to the jet to the Galactic Legends because uh that you know. Even in three v three, there's a remarkable amount of creativity, creativity and ingenuity available to the player base. Like they, people keep coming up with stuff that I'm like, that was so rude. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've actually, I haven't faced it, but I've seen a lot of people, uh, you know, asking the question on our Discord server of how do I beat this team? Of it's Jedi Knight Luke lead with Jedi Master Luke plus one, um, you know, pick a Jedi as the one, which Jedi Master Luke isn't getting the taunt that he does as the lead. But if you attack it with anything other than a Galactic Legend, the Jedi Knight Luke team kick or lead kicks in and just kicks your teeth in basically because Jedi Master Luke is getting like two and a half turns every time you get one turn. Yeah, it, it gets really gross really fast because he doesn't hit super hard, but he's fast enough that he's going to make his presence known and he's got all those debuffs and and the, he's fast enough to actually like, it's like, oh, hey, I have a mechanic that actually gets rid of those those debuffs pretty quick after I take turns. You're like, well, I'm taking all the turns, so you're going to still have those debuffs. You, you don't get any turns. That's yeah, pretty cool. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that team is pretty gross too. I Honestly, so... I'm disappointed a little bit. I'm, I'm hoping we have one more week of the Bastila lead. Cause I, I love that. That's I'm like 55. I'll just swim around in 55s all day with this, with the Supreme leader Kylo uh, yeah. uh, just solo. But uh, 
we'll see. We'll see if that, I think that after this GAC one way or another, that, that comp will mostly be dead. Yeah. Uh, which I'm so glad for. The biggest reason I've hated 3v3 from, you know, day one is it encourages timeout teams. You know, back in the day, it was the old L3 Vandor Stormtrooper Han team where it's the revives and everybody's taunting and it's just a pain in the ass. It's not good. It'll never kill you. But if you don't bring the right team in, um, <laughs> you know, you time out. And I, that's my least favorite part about this game. The old GK Zaris. Uh, teams if you remember people complained about the timeouts because basically because of Zaris um, and that's why they came out with the quote-unquote four times speed because people were complaining about timeouts because of animations and all the healing and so they're like okay we sped it up and now all they did was make longer animations and much more annoying (laughs) timeout teams Um, but yeah I know it like have you ever, like, I, I just recently, I got a new phone, so everything's set to 1x speed when you oh, first God, get yeah. a new device, and I, it, it was just, it was so painful. I was like, I, I don't know, I just, I, <laughs> I, I died, or I didn't die, but it was so, it was so slow. Some of the animations are just like, oh my gosh, like, did I really sit through this? And the, the reality is, like you say, like, I think that now they've just started started making them for 4x uh, with 4x in mind as opposed to just a way to speed things up so yeah uh, anyways yeah oh my god the Cara Dune animation I, I swear every assist that she has with Mon Mothma is like 10 seconds of just her attack yeah she, she's <laughs> just like let me gesticulate yeah before I attack yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you're like I'm timing out no stop <laughs> stop 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 uh but Another trend I've seen actually um, is the people that put more Galactic Legends on defense usually end up losing. <laughs> That's, you know, I've seen all these reports of people of like, they put three Galactic Legends on defense and I put two and I end up winning because I could clear all their GLs and they couldn't clear mine. Um, which I think is kind of funny because in 3v3 or 5v5 it was usually if you put more galactic legend on defense and you could still do decent damage you were going to win in 3v3 i've noticed a lot of yeah i kept two of my three galactic legends i cleared the board easy and they struggled on my galactic legend in the back yeah i dude so you we, we've started this episode talking about how uh, I've struggled in 3v3 and like the, my, my goal going into this season, I was just like, I got to do better. I just, I can't have a repeat an eight and four season where I didn't even win a single week. Yeah. Like to me that that's, that's not, that's not, that's not standard. That's not something I want. Uh, you know, I like, I, I hold myself to a higher standard and right. uh, you know, nothing nothing wrong with getting eight and four for anyone else i truly i like no judgment at all i just you know i i'm used i can i can get 10 and two i'm a good enough player i can get 10 and two most seasons and so like going into this season i've i've was really looking for some kind of different approach because obviously my old, old approach hasn't been working the way i want it to and 
man, there is just so much freedom in going mostly efficiency play. <laughs> I, I'm glad you stressed the word mostly because straight up efficiency play is awful. Um, it's so stressful of maximizing every banner, but keeping a heavy offense is, uh, it is quite nice to just be able to go in and clear anybody that's watched my last three stream. Well, last two streams, the Gambit podcast or, you know, the Friday, uh, fight night ones are always a little bit longer just because we're drinking and talking and having a good time. But, um, my, my last two streams this round, I think I was done with attacks in 30 minutes. It was like, all right, here's a galactic legend for this one. I'm done. Here's a galactic legend for this one. I'm done. Here's my uh, gas who's going to undersize something. Um, it, it's just so nice going in fast attacks. You're in, you're out, you're done. And then I still leave my Ray on defense hiding in the back kind of covered by my Darth Revan. So they have to say, do I use my Supreme Leader Kylo? Because everyone keeps, you know, Supreme Leader Kylo. Do I use my Kylo on my Dar their Darth Revan that's faster? Or do I save it for the back zone? And a lot of times they use it on the Darth Revan in the front and then they get to the back end. I think I went, what, six matches where nobody beat my Ray in the back zone? Like six matches straight? Uh, <laughs> They're on to you now, but... But yeah, well, like, yeah. <laughs> but, but you're right. Like, which is so funny, but I, yeah, it's yeah. just, it, so, so here, here's the thing, like just to expound for people who, who haven't been following this dialogue between us. So like going mostly efficient doesn't mean you just keep every single team on offense. It, what it means is you take enough teams so that you can take out their high end teams without really having to stress yourself out too much. So like I still have my full bastard Darth Revan squad. Uh, I like I keep my Galactic Legends, or I have been. I don't know if I'm going to do this next week because now I'm scoutable, so I might have <laughs> to mix it up. But yeah, uh, one way or another, like going uh, going in with uh, like enough teams to just take out all of their Galactic Legends and you know the, a couple of their higher end teams, it, it, so that you don't you're not just stressed out, and then. If, especially if you scout them and they place two or three Galactic Legends, then you can take them out for pretty good banners. Like there's good enough counter teams developed now at this point that you can you can get like 51 or more in the mirror match consistently. So you're, you're just going through and taking out their Galactic Legends uh, consistently. And then they don't have Galactic Legends in return against you, necessarily, yep. unless, unless they pulled the chair out as well. And then you're both just clubbing the other side. And then it turns into a true efficiency match. But uh, if they have their Galactic Legends on defense, you, you just kind of remove Galactic Legends. It's almost like you're like, okay, you would put Ray down. I'm going to place Ray and we're just, uh, you know, I'm going to remove your Ray with my Ray. Then we'll, neither of us had Ray kind of, yeah. uh, you know, and I have a win and, you know, you do the same for all their other galactic legends. And then you let the other eight teams decide the match. Right. Right. And then it just depends on the eight teams. Like I was using, well, for the last three, uh, three V three seasons, I was using the Rex arc fives to take out 
uh, general grievous teams, and it's I've never lost that match. So what? what 12, 24, 33 matches uh, in a row. I beat a general grievous team with that Rex Arc fives team, but you only get forty seven banners with it. And so this past week, I, you know, without getting into the results too much. I didn't face a single person under 500k lifetime banners. In fact, my last two opponents were at 550k lifetime banners. So I was going up against good players and I was like, you know, 47 banners is not good enough against Grievous against these, these good players that actually know what they're doing. Uh, so I just started taking Fin Fin Poe on offense. I haven't gotten less than 51 against the Grievous since then. And I know, I know it's a little bit of overkill because they're fantastic on defense and I love them on defense. We just talked about this last podcast, but when you need four extra banners, because you know, the score is going to be close, take those four extra banners, you know? Oh, well, sure. And yeah. So, I mean, be, being able to, you know, it goes back to scouting too, of being able to know well, what, you're, what you're going to be facing. Right. Uh, so one, one thing I'll say is a counter to that, not, not as a direct counter, but uh, so people, before you start just jumping in with Fin Fin Po, uh, just like, <laughs> you know, just recklessly scout your opponent and see if they do the Ray Fin, or sorry, the Ray Han Chewy team. Because if they do that, they don't have an easy counter to Fin Fin Po. Like, oh like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Han and Chewy. Han and Chewie with a decent lead. It doesn't have to be Commander Luke. Those those two, though, um, they'll wreck a Fin Fin Po team. And then it gets a lot more expensive to try to counter that team. So, like, if they if your opponent takes a Ray Han Chewie team, I, I'd recommend putting the Fin Fin Po on defense just because it, it turns into a really tough team to beat. Like, the, suddenly people are like, I guess I have to use Jedi Revan on this. And sometimes even that fails, actually. I've seen it fail, at least. Unless you're GOM and you have a R7 Fox that <laughs> destroys them. <laughs> uh, in fact, I, I tried. So when I faced GOM in 3v3 earlier this year, I saw he countered Fin Fin Po with Carry You Fox Watt. And I tried it on my own on one of my streams, and it, it did not. It did not go well. Um but I also don't have an R7 Fox that is modded for like plus 18,000 health like he has. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I completely agree with your, um, with what you say. It I would not have used Fin Fin Poe for Grievous if my opponents normally set Rayhan and Chewie. Because like you said, it just changes how they're going to attack uh, that Fin Fin Poe team. But this week, I was going up against three fantastic players that uh, I knew I needed banners for. I, I knew I needed to preserve every banner I could, and that's why. Or at least I thought I did. <laughs> at the end of the day, only one of those opponents actually gave it a real fight. Um, but uh, another thing I've seen a lot, and I actually saw the question in the chat, I've now seen... Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka, and Zombie on defense three times in uh, the past two weeks, actually. And yeah, that's, I keep seeing it, too. Yeah. I, 
it's if you have Jedi Master Luke, it's just not a threat. Like if you have Night Sisters or you have Supreme Leader Kylo, don't put it with Night Sisters if you're going up against somebody that keeps Jedi Master Luke on offense because I overkilled it the first time. I was so worried because that stupid zombie team cost me wins in 5v5, cursed out people on streams, so pissed at myself <laughs> for losing to it. Um, it's one of the most frustrating squads to deal with in the whole world, in yeah. my opinion. Like, if you if you don't have the right counter team, if you do have yeah. the right counter team, you're like, well, I don't see what the big deal is. Right, but, yeah, yeah. But the second you don't have it, it's just like... Oh my gosh, like zombie head literally has three hit points total right, right now. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. So what makes that team so scary in 5v5 is that Hux gives advantage to zombie, which means zombie never loses taunt. From there, every time uh, Supreme Leader Kylo does his AOE, it kind of renews the advantage. In 3v3, there is no Hux on that team. So if you have anyone that can just ability block Supreme Leader Kylo early so he can't do the AOE because he's going to do the poke first, if you ability block him before he can do the AOE, it never gets to the cheese part and you can just kill Daka. Um, Or if you have Jedi Master Luke who can ability block Kylo and then just ignore all taunts and kill Daka very quickly, which is how I've done it twice or three times now, uh, Supreme Leader Kylo never even comes close to his ultimate. Like it, right. it, it's embarrassingly, it's an embarrassingly fast fight. I think the one time I did it and I killed the entire team in 25 seconds. Uh, and if you're tactical about it, you can you can counter it with other Galactic Legends too. Well, well, oh yeah, yeah. At least, well, I don't. I have no idea. I'm guessing Sith Eternal Emperor is going to struggle a little bit, and may maybe Ray. I I don't know. I. What I'm yeah. mostly talking about, like, so one of my favorite uh, just individual uh, fights in this this last week was I, I had to face a, a Supreme Leader Kylo team with the zombie cheese. And, it, it, you know, it's, it's a very tricky team in the sense that, like, I had Jedi Master Luke, but my opponent literally placed all the things. I'll, we'll talk about that match uh, later. And, uh, but... Uh, after just looking and looking at looking and I even wrote it all down, I was just like, I, I think I just have to do this. I, it came to, I had to use the mirror against it. And so I just sat down and game planned it. I'm like, okay, so I have Kylo Ren unmasked here because I need a first order tank. And I don't, uh, my, my handicap was I didn't have Hux or first order stormtrooper because they were on defense uh, doing something else. Cause I had, I had planned on being able to just use Kylo as a solo team against yeah. uh, against something else. And so anyways, I, I was I was like, okay, so I'll take KRU with him and then I'll, I'll take Thrawn. And so like what, what happened was it's like, okay, so I have a pre-taunt. He, he does the poke, dispels my pre-taunt and then my Kylo goes because he's slower and I was able to do the swipe first. So normally like... Uh, my my default is just hit the poke button with right, Kylo, like right. target and, you know, move forward. So, but what you do the swipe, because what that does is gives everyone advantage and then your buff or your taunt suddenly a- appears on Kylo again. And then, and then I was able to use uh, Thrawn to fracture zombie 
uh, so that she wasn't taunting. And then I could kill Daka with Supreme Leader Kylo. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it wasn't, it, I still only got like 47 uh, banners, 46, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't close. It, it, it sucked because I didn't get great banners, but I mean, you, you can game plan it if you, if you really plot it out, but man, that team, that team can be a nightmare otherwise. Oh, it, it still can be. Yeah. But it's less of a nightmare in 3v3 than it is in 5v5. In 5v5, it's, you know, head banging against the wall kind of nightmare at times. Um, Yeah. Uh, and people are talking about the five cheese beating it in chat too. The problem with the five cheese is not many people are modded for the five cheese. <laughs> like that's, I look at people's rosters all the time. They're like, how can I beat this team? And I look at the roster like, well, you're not using that team. Um, because five cheese is just so counterintuitive to what, to, uh, how you would normally mod fives in the past. It's just like now the new offense build a gas is so counterintuitive to how everyone told you to mod him for like a year. And now it's like, Oh no, no, no. You don't want all those protection primaries and the defense sets and all that. No, no, no. Just load him up with offense. Trust me. He'll, he'll go hit things and he'll hit them hard. Uh, So, yeah. And here's the thing too. Like, so, so people are t- you're talking about the fives cheese. I I don't know. I I'm not going to make an extreme statement. I did test together or test trying to use it because I would have loved to be able to use that on the zombie cheese. And Supreme Leader Kylo was consistently using his AOE against me every single time he added up. He did it, which is like the hallmark of not like the the, the fives cheese. Like the the way the fives cheese works is uh it is they've hard programmed kylo to not use his aoe like he'll he can do his uh he can do his ultimate sometimes but not his not his swipe like ever as far as i understand the times that i've used it and uh, this time he used it like three different times every single match and i I lost every every time like i my zombie cheese which is uh, or my fives cheese, sorry, which is modded correctly, wasn't even like remotely close actually to being able to beat it yeah. in, in testing. And this was just this last week. I almost think after they did their patch, they just did a stealth uh, bump to Supreme Leader Kylo. That's that's my initial impression. I I would love to hear other people's thoughts on it though. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've honestly never used five cheese. Um because I don't like breaking up that team <laughs> or breaking up the teams because it, it essentially the five cheese kills three teams for me. Um, I know that my Rex arc five teams isn't great, but it, I did use it on general Grievous every single time. And then I use gas. He's kind of like my Swiss army knife of, I you know, it, Gas plus clones isn't as strong in 3v3, but Gas himself is just a strong character. So I don't like I don't like taking him away uh, from a team. And then obviously Chewie, uh, you know, <laughs> he goes quite well with Han. So I don't like breaking them up. I know it works. Um, 
I have no problem with people doing it themselves, but me personally, I don't like doing that. So I honestly can't say a thing about that team. <laughs> yeah. I, so I have a, mo- I have it modded. I've, the thing is I want that as an option just in case. And yeah. frankly, I, I got, I got them so closely aligned for, for being able to like, like general Skywalker still is like, I'm able to hit like a truck with him. Like I didn't, I hardly had to change anything actually, uh, anything substantial. Like after looking at all my stats, I did put better mods on fives, like more robust yeah. mods that uh, that did more for him. But he still has a huge pool of everything, and so does Skywalker. So I'm good with just like sitting on those. Like I'm good with those becoming my standard mods, and I didn't yeah. sacrifice a single thing for General Skywalker. He still hits like the truck he should hit. Like right. it's kind of awkwardly stated, but. Uh, he, so I've had that in the back of my mind this whole time of like, okay, well, if I run into a, an unexpected Kylo in the back, at least I have the cheese to be able to potentially fight back. That's fair. And I actually, so I have my team, I have my fives modded for the fives cheese. I just don't want to use it. So I, I have the option. Cause I think that's the biggest thing about my offense now that I like is, it's so flexible. Um, like the drop of a hat, I can change my teams and I can, I can basically approach anything. Um, but so I, I have the five cheese modded properly just in case as you know, that emergency, Oh no, I need something to clear this team. Um, you know, even though I don't want to use it, I'm prepared to use it if I have to. Yeah. And that, that's great. Um, and it, that's exactly it. You want to have all the options available. So, and you can't always do it. Sometimes I know on five v five, there's this thing where uh, with with the the Darth Revan team, where people want to have a faster Bastila than Darth Revan, and it it makes me struggle a lot because I don't want to do that. <laughs> I hate that. In right. fact, uh, and the only reason you want to do that is to counter Supreme Leader Kylo with a Darth Revan squad and I can well whereas I can acknowledge the utility of having that squad available it also just messes up like all my modding and all my plans for that squad otherwise so right a lot of times it's just kind of like a I'm sure like I like to be prepared for anything but like that that is like being prepared with that squad is also at the exclusion of being prepared for other things. So I mean, you have to weigh that as well. In right. my case, I, like having the fives cheese ready, I just have it ready. Uh, like I changed, I did change my chewy mods a little bit. I'm gonna have to change them more. I'm taking tenacity off of him. I'm just gonna do it. Good for you. <laughs> I know people. I, I've been saying that for weeks. Good for you. That's you know. I, well, how often do you use Commander Luke to counter General Skywalker on a on defense? I don't. Like, n- I mean, never. I used to. I used to. Yeah. But I, oh yeah. Last five v five, I didn't have CLS on offense once. <laughs> so, I mean, it just makes sense to. Yeah. I might. I might leave a tenacity cross on him still and a tenacity secondary set because having a little tenacity doesn't hurt him. Um, but I don't use Chewy for that counter anymore. So why why should I keep him modded for one counter? Yeah, no, I totally agree. So 
And now I'm just totally spacing on what, what character I want to put a lot of tenacity on. There's a different character I want. Oh, it's it's gonna be, well, it was gonna be Thrawn. Now now that, that counter is just totally off the, the, the table, but um, but getting getting a bunch of tenacity mods for for like Ray and Malak, both they both love fast tenacity mods. I, I can totally handle doing that. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we can you know what, Solo? We why don't we talk about our weeks, man? All right, because... yeah, we can move on to the so how how did your week start out at least? Uh, well, so this is this is the big one, honestly. This and this is ongoing, actually. So his his guild is uh, is still <laughs> is still like pestering me in the YouTube comments, uh, like telling me how much I suck. It's 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 fascinating, in fact. So here's the thing. So I, I played against a guy, and he uh, from from Ka from you know Team Instinct Cobra Ka, whatever their crazy uh, long name is now, and so the guy placed you know when people say like oh man he went full defense he placed everything and then you look and you're like well there's still like some pretty beatable teams there are you sure you mean everything like he kept something right this guy literally placed his 11 best teams like i don't know how he could have optimized it more than he did for defense and then he walked away he didn't attack and uh, you know so so i'm facing supreme leader kylo with uh the zombie cheese and daka I'm facing uh, Jedi Master Luke with General Skywalker and uh, 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 Old Ben. I'm facing Rey with Han and Chewie, the full bastard Darth Revan, Jedi Revan. Uh, I mean, everything, every single possible good character. Like Treya was in the back. They're really good. Bounty Hunters, a Watt team with First Order, um, like you know, General Grievous, every, every single thing, Jedi Knight, Luke. So, uh, you know, I, I struggled on it. I ended up clearing, and he, he also placed both of his GET2 fleets. And, and so I, I mean, I struggled and I did, I managed to clear, I managed to clear everything except for his back, back two squads, two squads in the back I couldn't touch. And, uh, so I called him a dick. I still think that was kind of a dick move, frankly, like just walking like, cause it, he wasn't, he wasn't trying to win. He was just trying, like, he already knew who I was. He knew I was going to be on stream uh, and you know, like it just, it frustrated me. It still frustrates me a little bit. Like it was a good growing experience. I know a lot of people enjoyed this stream. I just like, why, why would you do that? I was, I was number 17 going into the match and you know, so my top ten is is shot. I can't I can't get top ten because you did you need that you need to full clear every time, and I know I wasn't going to get top ten anyways. But like, um, anyways, I it it's like if you're not going to play, like if you're not going to compete, maybe don't just make a streamer's life total hell just for fun. You know, like or talk to me about it beforehand or something, but no, none of that happened. And so, so we're just stuck with this, this situation. And so I, you know, in, in the heat of the moment, I was just like, this guy's a dick. And he, uh, I don't know, I'm sure he heard it. Cause now his guild in, in my, when I, when I posted it to YouTube, they, they've just been posting 
not not only on that exclusive thing like they were like oh you you keep deleting comments which i i just i don't delete comments unless they're just like spam so you know they're accusing me of deleting comments which i didn't do and they're you know saying like oh you suck you suck you know i loved seeing you lose and all you know you suck for this reason or whatever and now they're going to other comments or to other uh videos and posting about how i suck in those so it's an ongoing yeah. thing and i'm probably just adding to the fire now but it's kind of good just, as well you should because here's the thing you didn't even lose it's like they're they're coming out saying oh you suck for beating him yeah yeah i do if if sucking is winning glad to suck guys let's stay classy <laughs> right uh, you know like and people in the chat are like, well, and he had crazy mods too. Like his roster was better than mine. He, he could have beat me. I mean, maybe he couldn't have. I, I don't know. But all I'm saying, like, just and people in the chat or in comments are like, well, why, why do you want a layup? Because I mentioned like, if you're going to, if you're going to just like forfeit a match and not play, like if you're going to intentionally lose, give your opponent a layup instead of just like breaking their score and you know, so people, so someone was like, well, like, do you think you deserved a layup really? And I'm like, I, I don't, des I don't want a layup. I, I'm a streamer. I want an extremely, like, I want an interesting stream is what I want. Right. I, so I, I truly don't want a layup that that would even be worse. But like, if you're going to err on the side of like, if you're just not going to compete, like maybe make things a little easier. So your opponent gets Kyber a little easier. I, I don't know. To, to me, that makes sense. That, yeah. uh, it doesn't make sense not to compete, though. I, what I would really like is if he just really tried hard to win, whether he did or not, I just want a competition. I just want a, a match. So, Yeah, I... I God, it, it feels like forever ago now. The whole um, FYC crew of F Your Couch that just didn't like GAC and they're still around that would just say, screw you to their opponents, put everything on defense. I remember I went up against one once and, you know, he messaged me. He's like, Oh, I set all my best teams to, uh, I want to give you a sandbox mode so you could try stuff out. It's like, no, you did it to be a dick. Like you did it because you just wanted to cause me trouble. Um, and then I beat him and I moved on. And apparently Cobra Caw just can't move on because, you know, they hate to see their guy lose when he intentionally lost, I guess. I don't know. That's funny. I just had another streamer uh, meant, like, just DM me and say that uh, Caw does the same, has done the same thing to them. So, uh, so they're the classy guild. You stay classy, yeah. Caw. We need, <laughs> you know, they're. So to be real clear, I have I have a few friends in that guild. There are a couple good guys yeah. in there, at the very least. Probably almost all of them are good, actually. But a few people can make a lot of noise. So, That's you know, true. not just going to unilaterally say that they, as a guild, are totally unclassy. Uh, there's there certainly are a, a few people in there though that you know. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, it was it was it's whatever. I mean, I won, and in hindsight, I actually. I feel like maybe on some levels that was the most enjoyable match I had the week this week as crazy as that sound, just because I was like doing these crazy things like, okay, so 
I have to kill, I'm going to try to kill Treya here, but I have to kill Scion first, and I don't have anything that can kill anyone in one hit. So what I have to do, I have to get Scion's protection all the way down, and then I'm going to use like Palpatine with Imperial Probe Droid to explode Scion. And then when that happens, then it's only Treya and Nihilus, and then we're going to chip away. Like being able to like slowly take one piece off of another. It's it's totally the GOM style of play, actually. Just like <laughs> slowly wear them down with just a million little things. Like it's fun to come up with those teams and stuff. Like it's annoying that someone wanted to do that to me, but on some levels I did actually really enjoy it too. So Yeah, well, there is something to be said. One of the things we like in the game is theory crafting. And when you, <laughs> when you have to beat every meta team with half of your meta teams, there's going to be a lot of theory crafting involved. And it's almost pressure free in that it's impossible for them to win. So, you know, at least you had that. You got, to, you, you got your quote unquote sandbox mode that my opponent uh, has previously told, <laughs> That's said. True. <laughs> That's true. I, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like, yeah. If they want to move on, they can. I'll, I'll move on. I'm, I'm good. I just, it's been a very interesting experience because they don't, it's like they just don't, I don't know, like, whatever. Let's, let's do actually move on. How was your match? How, how was your round one solo? So, uh, my round one was against somebody with 500k lifetime banners. Um, and, Except for, so in his history, this guy would always set the Supreme Leader Kylo zombie cheese in 5v5, but in 3v3, he always kept his three Galactic Legends for offense. So this is why I started the whole uh, Finn on offense to counter Grievous, because I knew he was going to have all of his meta teams on offense. I knew I was going to have to play efficiency. And so I did. I, I think I scored, actually... Uh, one of these rounds, we scored the exact same. It, it, it wasn't, obviously, it wasn't one because you faced the call guy. Um, but so I went in and I think I cleared him for like 2667. And I was like, God, I hope this is enough. He's got all of his Galactic Legends. He has Darth Revan, Gas, CLS, you name it. They're on offense. His defense was like General Grievous, uh, Finn, Finn, Poe, and then nothing. <laughs> Like just there was a bunch of gear twelve on defense, and so then uh, my favorite part of it though is so he split up his Darth Revan team like, and he put that on defense. He had you know EP Malak Bastila, which I cleared for fifty four banners with my Jedi Knight Luke. He had his Darth Revan. It was like Darth Revan HK and Marauder that I think I went in with two people, one or two people, and I cleared for fifty five. Um, and then he attacked my my teams, and uh, he I beat him by twenty seven. Like he went into this match wanting to play efficiency, and then I beat him by twenty seven. And I was like, oh, that wasn't. That I wasn't thought we were playing efficient efficiency here. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were playing efficiency I, here. You're like, I I swear you said efficiency. <laughs> like, were you do? Did you say something else? I'm sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I thought that plan. I thought, I thought I was following the plan. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so it ended up being a very easy, an, an easy first round for me. Good. I mean, you, yeah. yeah this week you played really well. I, I guess we. I'm getting. I'm jumping the gun here, though. <laughs> yeah. So, 
So you had the uh, nightmare of a round one. How did your round two go? Yeah, so round two, round two was like the opposite. Like my opponent, like I, he attacked right away, which I mean, if someone needs to wait until way later, I, I've mostly just gotten off of that soapbox of like, you need to attack right away. I, it, I still hate waiting, but that's just like a personal patience thing. Um, if people want to wait till the end, then they, they should totally feel free. I, in it, however, if you want to be the most considerate, loving opponent in the world, you attack immediately, the very second GAC starts. And that's kind of what my opponent did. Not, not that he was like, he, was a, he wasn't like, I'm a huge fan, so I'm going to give you an advantage by attacking first. <laughs> like, he wasn't, he wasn't saying that. He just, like, that's when he usually attacks. And so it was nice. He didn't clear my board. He failed a few times, and then he couldn't get through my uh, super speed Jedi Knight Luke plus Shock T squad. So that was nice. Uh, it was nice to just go in, and I'm like, I think I just clear him because I have a ton of good squads. Uh, so I'm going to try some some things a little haphazardly. I, I, you know, that was our gambit fight night. And I, the one thing I tripped up on was my night sisters. Well, shoot. I'm trying to think now. I'm trying to think was, was his night or his night sisters, the ones I I failed against his night or against his general grievous with night sisters. I'm trying to remember what, which night sister squad it was though. Um, or which grievous squad it was anyways i i lost i lost to that seems like i had another fail somewhere in there too just because i was just kind of jumping in without thinking too much but it was it was fun like i i had that confidence of like not because he wasn't going to clear me and he even told me he was just like yeah i I can't clear your jedi knight luke i'm I'm done and that team is like impossible to whittle down because because jedi knight luke's uh, leadership ability always starts at zero cooldown like they just automatically get it so whichever jedi's turn it is because they have loaded turn meter like they just get it so like that team is impossible to whittle down and so going into this i was just i don't know it was all good didn't get the most amazing score but in some ways that was great that i had failed well, I hadn't gotten a full clear in my last one because I was like, not getting top 10 anyways. Let's just get a clear and move on. So I did beat him. Uh, he he was the highest lifetime in the pod, which wasn't, my, my pod didn't have super high lifetime anyways in general. So yeah, good dude. Yeah. We talked about it. Like even at, once I beat him, he was like, hey, good luck in the finals. I'm rooting for you. I was like, thanks, man. Like <laughs> you don't have to say that, I, but you know. It means all the more because I just beat beat you really bad. So like I really appreciate you. And yeah, so like almost the opposite of the last one. So uh and the thing I didn't even mention, I don't think either of us mentioned, uh, we both came into this week at six and oh. So we had a perfect record. So all the all the matches mean a little more each time we win because we really want to get that perfect season. So yeah. eight and oh going into the finals. Uh how was your how was your round? eight or week round two of for the week i should say so (laughs) my round two was probably the most interesting of the week because my opponent uh is in our discord server and he's actually i think he joined a couple weeks ago he's actually fairly active in our discord server so obviously he knows who we were um but so the fun thing was he came out to the stream not to stream snipe but um, 
we didn't do a true one for one where like I go and then he goes, but he came to the stream to attack uh, while I was attacking so that we could see everything live and see basically who won immediately afterwards. Um, and so he, he's also a very good player. He has 550 K lifetime banners. Um, you know, looking at his GAC history, he swaps things up. He was, you could scout him, but he wasn't, you, you couldn't predict what he was going to do. So it's funny, you know, five o'clock cause I'm on the East coast, uh, rolls around. So I open up to see what my board is and we set, uh, in the front zones, the front seven teams, we probably set five of the same teams <laughs> on defense. Um, you know, he had CLS 3PO Chupio. He had um, EP down. He had Darth Revan down. He had Padme down. He had a Grievous B1, B2 team down. So I had to change up what I did because I knew he was there. Um, and so I have always set, or at least the first two weeks, Grievous B1, B2 on defense. So I decided to switch it up because um, – I hid Grievous in the back this time. I put L3 with Nest because if he was planning on using not Jedi Knight Revan, <laughs> um, he would struggle because the Rex, you know, the Rex team doesn't beat that Grievous team well. And I know he liked to use Jedi Knight Revan on Padme, so I sat set Padme in front of Grievous. Ironically, he blasted through those teams. Um, but he he lost to CLS, Chupio, and 3PO. Um, so he gave me one loss to play with, <laughs> uh, which is funny because, uh, we, you know, we have a friend that is a shard mate of his and, <laughs> uh, our friend was like, oh yeah, he's asking everyone how to beat this team. Cause I've placed that team, you know, on defense consistently. And so then he ended up losing to it. I got, he says I got lucky. I probably should say I got lucky. Um, but <laughs> So this is the second time in 3v3s where my Supreme Leader Kylo absorbed a Ray Ultimate. And I have him built with all health sets. I don't have a super offense build on my Supreme Leader Kylo. But this is now twice that my Supreme Leader Kylo has absorbed a Ray Ultimate. His Ray had over 11k offense, so it was an offense modded Ray. Um, but I, I survived the Ultimate, and then I, <laughs> I took out his Ray. And then we got to the back and in ships, God, ships are going to be the death of me one day, but I got like what, 55, 56 banners against a negotiator that he set on defense. So I was, I like more, it was even lower than that. It was like, it, it might've been 52. It was like almost as low as you can get. I was like, yeah. how did you win that? That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I pulled off the win. Um, and so I came out of Gambit fight night two and oh, and Everybody saw on stream, which it's so rare that people go before us or at the same time as us, um, just because of when we stream. So uh, I was able to pull out the win and go 2-0 and o there. Yeah, so, gosh, that was such a crazy match. I mean, he had really high, high lifetime. He failed against that CLS squad. And, you know, that that's, that's great. I'm, you know, I'm happy that you won. It, it was... 
it was like so close though. Like it, I think you you beat him by what nineteen banners 19. or something. Yeah, so he would have won if he didn't lose to that team, or, or if you had lost to Ray with Kylo, which yep. like. I mean, just a tiny bit more damage from a diff, from like a basic against you, or yeah. you know, or the fleet if they if you lost there. Like there were so many points of potential, you know, of swing. Like right. nineteen doesn't seem like it's super close, but it that was as close as it gets. <laughs> you know? It was, it especially really was. especially with that Kylo versus Ray. Um, Gosh, it was like. He, he, I bet he had less than a hundred hit points. Like he had like all, I was like, how was he even there? He just had the tiniest amount of red possible. Was... Yeah. Second, <laughs> second time, second time this grand arena season that my spring leader Kylo has survived a Ray ultimate. Um, yeah. So which is awesome. I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I've said from the beginning with Kylo, the hardest Kylos I've fought were health builds. And so I built mine. I kind of, Mine's not a true health build. I think I only have him at like 140k health before all the modifiers and mastery and all that junk. Um, but that Ray Ultimate, somebody watched the clip of it and it was what a 400k ultimate, and I still survived it. <laughs> so I, I will, I will advocate for the rest of the time health builds on Supreme Leader Kylo, guys. That it pays off when things go bad. Yeah, dude. I uh, I don't know. I tried the health loadout for a while, and I never ate a Ray Ultimate in one and survived. So you know, yeah, it's good. It's good that you you did uh, <laughs> twice. I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. So gosh, we we were both eight and zero going into the the finals, our third finals. Both of us, uh, you know, right right there with each other. It was pretty cool honestly that'd be that would be quite the quite the coup if we could both get an undefeated season yeah yeah absolutely uh let's the pressure man the pressure um but anyway you kind of jumped the gun here you did have one more round that we didn't talk about how'd your final match go uh, so final match went up against a dude with four galactic legends and so that that makes my that makes him my third or fourth opponent i think it's my fourth opponent so far in nine matches with four but here's the thing guys so i used to make a big deal of it last uh season when i faced double galactic legends and i only had one that situation is so much more awful than three galactic legends versus four yeah it just like it just it's worlds different so Plus, there's Jedi Knight Luke now, which there wasn't. Last uh, season, there was actually. Last 3v3, there was Jedi Knight Luke. Last, yeah, but when you. That was the second 3v3 season. The first one was when you were getting matched up uh, two versus one frequently, if my memory is. Uh, one, one way or another, man. I, yeah. Yeah, Jedi Knight Luke helps too, uh, for sure. Like, there's there's just so many more tools and now yeah so three versus four just not even like a couple times i'm like i should make a big deal of it and then i'm like but why though like i don't yeah it really doesn't matter that much to me it has it hasn't been a huge challenge so this guy placed his rayhan chu team and his bastila with uh, bastila lead with jedi master luke and watt and uh, the only spin to this one was 
if he had Sith Eternal Emperor, I needed my Supreme Leader Kylo to take it out in the back. Uh, and so I needed to use a different counter, but they just recently fixed the bug that uh, applied, what was it, Breach to Jedi yep. Knight Revan, uh, even when you had Tenacity up. And so it, like that counter didn't work uh, before, but now, but now that they fixed it, I tested it a little bit, it worked just fine. So, uh, I mean, it's kind of an expensive squad, but you do use Jedi Revan lead with General Skywalker and Han Solo, you stun Watt so that he doesn't get his initial tech off. And then my Revan is faster than his Watt. So then Revan, or so Master Luke goes cause he's fast, but he doesn't reduce my turn meter and he doesn't apply breach cause I have tenacity up and it's actually working now. And then Jedi, uh, then my Jedi Knight Revan goes, Mark's Watt, even if that doesn't kill him, you still increase his cooldown so he can't put tech out and then you win. So, uh, you know, as long as as long as you can keep Watt from getting his tech out, then that's a pretty manageable battle. So, I did that. I used my Ray to counter his Ray uh, for fifty four, and in the end, like I I got to the back. No Sith Eternal Emperor. I actually ended up strapping uh, Mando and Grief to Supreme Leader Kylo to get a fifty four somewhere, uh, just just to get a feat. And yeah, I ended up with a twenty six sixty five. And I was like, cool, like, I can't wait to watch my opponent try to break himself on my defense because I still had a pretty good defense despite, despite the Galactic Legends on offense. And then he never attacked. So anticlimactic, yes, but it's still a win. And I think even if he had, I, I think I would have, if he had attacked, I think I would have won. So, uh, yeah, went 9-0. and oh, And now I've, like, no matter what happens next week, I've had a better season now this this season than i did last 3v3 so happy enough with that and yeah nine to know now the pressure's on can i actually have an undefeated 3v3 like am i actually good at 3v3 that uh, <laughs> may not be answerable still but it's uh <laughs> still feels good i'll tell you that how did your last match go solo uh i well so <laughs> my bracket was a nightmare bracket um I had so I had the 500k guy I went up against the first time, 550k guy I went up against the second time. I had a 560k lifetime banner guy in uh the bracket as well. And then my final opponent was a 550k <laughs> lifetime banner person that beat the 560k lifetime banner person. So I was all worried going in. Um and this opponent placed Supreme Leader Kylo with Daka and Zombie every round. Nobody full cleared her because she placed Supreme Leader Kylo with Daka Zombie every time. They couldn't beat that team because everybody in our pod or the weeks prior put their Jedi Master Luke on defense, then couldn't beat Supreme Leader Kylo on defense. It was like, like clockwork. Um, <laughs> and then... So I just kept Jedi Master Luke for offense. And I, I forget what two Jedi I, I, I put with him. Um, I wanted to put Old Ben in there for the extra ability block, but I accidentally put Old Ben on defense. It didn't matter. Uh, I, I mean, I full cleared the board in like 30 minutes and it was, it, it, it was so fast. Um, and so then uh, she... 
she failed against, I forget what team she failed against now. Uh, but she went in, you know, she had two Galactic Legends on defense. I had one Galactic Legend on defense. She failed against the team, and I, it was, I mean, it ended up being um, <laughs> ended up being an easy win in the championship just because they play, she plays the same defense every time, and it was so easy to prepare for it. She's like, okay, that's what you're going to play, so here's every team I need to beat it. Dude, I, I'm so baffled by that player. So so you faced that player. Our buddy Hens has faced that player, and I yep. faced him uh, all of within, I don't know, like four seasons of each other, something like that. And yeah. they have they always have a huge lifetime number. It's like super intimidating. And the three matches that I've seen uh, against them, they just got destroyed, just completely wrecked. Like you, you dominated it. I, I did really well. My buddy Hens like just demolished them, and yeah. I'm like, how do they have 550k lifetime? Well, I can tell you, um, this season got what it was in the final, so eight wins just because of Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka, and Zombie. That's literally the only reason, because the only losses the opponents had was that Supreme Leader Kylo team. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, and that team in the back is pretty mean. It really is, especially if you put something that draws away their Kylo. Like that—that's the team I've been thinking of actually for week four potentially, or a team it, like it, I should say. Yeah, if I wasn't prepared for it, it would be easy to get caught with it. But the fact that it's just—and I mean, you know—we use uh, Prime Forces bot that tells you when people place defenses, like. It was just a rollover defense. So there was no scouting of my defenses. There was none of that. It was just the same defense every time, which, frankly, if you've won eight times in a row, I kind of get that. Um, but I was prepared for it. And the second you go into it having a plan, it's like, okay, here's, I'm going to use this, 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 and this. I have, you know, I keep my spreadsheet that keeps track of um, who I'm going to use on which fight. And, I was just like, oh, okay, that's easy, that's easy, that's easy. All right, Wait, I'm done. So what, what was this? What was this nonsense you're spouting about having a plan? Well, that sounded <laughs> <Weird>. wise. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we, don't, we never say that. No, no, it's weird. You go, you go in, you scout your opponent, and you have a plan. Like, that's strange. Yeah, like you have a counter. You, you, have, an, you have the ability to deal with the things you might face. Like, right. Huh, who, yeah. who knew? <laughs> Not not April's opponents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The we see Mort in chat here. He's he's the king of the plan. Actually, <laughs> he, he knows he is the, the king of the plan. Rampage, <laughs> yeah. get good and win. <laughs> that that's the best plan ever. Get that's, good. Yeah, and I, win. I plan to win. Um, all right. So that's our weeks. We finished three and zero. We're headed. We're both nine and zero. We're heading into the final season or final week, and let's hope we can actually pull off this twelve and zero. I hope, man, that would be so cool. That would be awesome if we could both get twelve and zero. That would be, that would be pretty sweet. That that being yeah. said, this next week is the hardest, and I've probably just been getting lucky. So, you know, if I can go twelve and zero, I guess 
someone in the chat said maybe I'm temporarily good at, <laughs> at 3v3. And I'm like, that's actually perfect. <laughs> that, that is. <laughs> it's like it's like in uh what what's it old school? Uh he like gives the perfect speech and they're like, How did you do that? Like normally you're kind of dumb. And he's like, I just blacked out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, he, you know, he just went unconscious and did it. So anyways, uh, podcast questions. Yeah. And I actually added two from the chat that we had tonight as well. Cause they, they fit well in with the stream. Um, all right. So let's start with the first one and it's kind of a fun one and not related to this game at all, but sort of related to this <laughs> game. Um, so heard Zareth recently make at least three Lord of the Rings references and streams for the podcast. And we can increase that if you include the Discord server. So are there any good Lord of the Ring mobile games? And if not, which would be the best single Lord of the Rings faction to put into Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? I have no idea about mobile games. I assume there's plenty, honestly. The that's it's such a big franchise. I mean, yeah. I I could with the right game, I could be persuaded to play that if if I didn't already have like a, ga- a game like this one it, occupying every waking moment of my life. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so I, I have no idea. I haven't done the research. I'm glad I don't know. Frankly, uh, I do love Lord of the Rings, as you've guessed, but I think the one I'd want to add would be like the Urukai. Yeah. Would be a pretty sweet faction because. I don't know, but there's probably not that much versatility in in terms of like how, I mean, you you could have a whole team though. You could have like the, the like leader guy who licks the blade and shoots bows, you know, he shoots the bow. You could have like the suicide explosion guy who like kills himself to destroy a wall. Um, You could have just like a basic Urukai who's wearing his armor and, uh, you know, feeds hobbits gross drinks and stuff uh you know yeah. you, you could you could have a war writer there's all sorts of there's unlimited potential with that faction i don't know i i just think it'd be cool my my six-year-old is so taken with urukai he's always like daddy i'm the fighting urukai and you're just a normal one like he counts <laughs> the captain a fighting urukai oh yeah. so yeah. yeah it's it's fun so that's that's maybe what I would do. What about what do you think? What faction would you add to the game? So I actually really like that idea. So my favorite game ever is such a strong word, but one of my favorite games ever is um, Middle Earth: Shadow of War, and it's it's for console or PC. And in it, you are uh, it's it's hard to explain. You're basically a, a Gondorian that can't die because of a ring of power um and so in it though you can mind control orcs orcs and urkai and all sorts of different types so they're actually the perfect faction because there's different tribes of um orcs and different um you know like there's sharpshooters with crossbows there's fighters there's slayers um, so I'm just going to steal your answer because it fits perfectly into my actual favorite game that I play. <laughs> In fact, I was playing it about an hour before we came on the stream because I restarted it uh, oh, during that's, the, that's last, really funny. the last GAC break. I, I needed something to kill time in that week, and so I restarted the game. Um, so out, I, out of I, all of them, it's yeah. funny. We would we both chose Urukai. There's something about it. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, in the books, they sing actually when they're in the Battle of Helm's Deep, like they sing as they're pillaging. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, next one, which is more gameplay related. Um, Count Dooku <laughs> seems to be generally beset on defense in various separatist or nest or newt teams uh, in 3v3. Are there any offensive or out of the box defensive strategies for Dooku? and similar Galactic Legend prerequisite characters you can think of, whether that's 3v3 or 5v5. Uh, I don't know. Outside of the box, I... So here's the thing. Even at Relic 6, where he's going to be eventually for me, and for anyone who's going to be... Who's going to have, say, the Eternal Emperor, he he's still squishy as hell. Like, he still dies immediately to anything. And so like outside of the box I, I think you really need him to actually stay in faction so he actually has some ways to protect himself i i don't know i haven't really seen anything with him that i've been impressed with frankly in 3v3 like uh yeah. well sorry so i haven't seen anything that's outside the box you're like hey look i have dooku with wampa and it's like okay cool i don't <laughs> like they both counter that's that's neat i'll kill them both uh, now yeah. but like I, I think that the best way to use do the, the way let me let me rephrase this the way i fear dooku the most is when i have to he has a good tank and it doesn't even have to be a pre-taunt it they have a good tank that is really hard to beat he has droidica with him and he's really fast like that combo can be really scary if you can't outspeed him he's going to put up his stealth on him and droidica then you're going to spend a long time if you don't have a way to dispel it which a lot of people do i realize but if you don't then he's going to uh just he's going to just stun lock your whole team potentially and even more important your droidica especially if it's a relict one is going to just one by one pick off characters so to me that's not super outside the box. I've been running Dooku with Droidica and my Relic 7 Stormtrooper Han because Stormtrooper Han's great when he's taunting, but if Dooku can put up his pseudo-taunt, like it, it's just as good. So not really outside the box, but that's that's kind of the thing I, I fear the most. What about you, Solo? I So my team, I don't know if I would call it outside the box, but it is different. I, I run... On defense, Palp, Dooku, and Red Sith Trooper, um, because and, and it it gets holds. Um, it either gets holds or forces them to overkill it. Like people are using CLS or Padme on this team, and I'm fine if my team is going to go down and you've wasted your CLS or your Padme on what I consider basically like a filler team. Like it's a good filler team. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not expecting it to do much except for hopefully steal a couple banners from you. Um, but because who do you kill first on that team? Dooku will stealth himself. You have to attack red Panda first. Cause if you don't attack red Panda, he's going to cleanse the team or you kill Pelp and red Panda is going to destroy you. Um, and if you're attacking Red Panda first, then Palp is going, Palp and Dooku are going to stun you. So it, it makes you make decisions. And so I, I really like that team on defense. I, 
find in 3v3, I use Palp lead a lot less than I would in 5v5 because you just you, you can't fill the team out as much. You know, like in 5v5, it's going to be Palp, Vader, and then Watt or a tank, and, you know, you have room to fill out the team. But in 3v3, it's Vader, Piet, Tank, or Vader, Watt, Tank. And right. I, I just – I'm not using Palp, so I find – this team works fantastic on defense for me. Well, and Palpatine, so you, you have these different teams that it's like, if we if we ever went into a like 15 versus 15 game mode, which I, I know <laughs> that that's not realistic or balanced or whatever, but like you have some of these teams where they would function extremely well in that situation. Like, okay, so like troopers, if, if you had like a 9v9 situation where you used every trooper, I think there are nine, right? Eight or nine. Probably. Um, but as long as your Stark goes first, troopers would just kill every single thing, you know? Uh, and Palpatine is a very similar kit to that of like, if you put enough debuff characters with him, his team will just take all the turns forever. And they, <laughs> like, cause they just gain so much turn meter. In 3v3, it's gonna be way less awesome. In 2v2, if they ever did that, which would also be awful, Palpatine's value goes down again. And if it was like 1v1, don't even consider it unless it's a slappy fight between Palpatine and Treya because Palpatine apparently wins that because I tried that earlier yeah. um, <laughs> this week. So, but yeah, like Palpatine <laughs> is just not as useful in 3v3. He's not. Um, but apparently he can kill Shakti and clones. He's killed actually somebody tried to counter that team with Piet, Vader, and um, a tank and got destroyed by it. So I, I I think he's doing better on defense for me than I could ever use him on offense. That's fair. Yeah. He's also <clears throat> yeah taken I, actually, out, I really like that. I might, I might have to try stealing yeah. that, in fact. He's actually also taken out um, a Bosque team as well, which, I, I mean, was, were we just talking about it or was Gom talking about it on his stream? Because I was watching his stream right, literally right before we started, about if you have Palp, he'll kill any uh, Bosque team. And so then I look, I'm looking at my GAC history. I'm like, oh look, there, there's Palp killing a Bosque team. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's how I, that's how I use Dooku, and I, I think that's probably the best use I've seen of him. Because the new Dooku teams, I just don't, I don't, I'm not scared of them. It's you know, no, you, you just need one character that kind of messes with their mechanics and it, it's just, you, you can unravel that team pretty quick. Right. All right. Moving on. Um, yeah. Do you think we'll see a non-force user as a galactic legend? Um, you know, we see all the marketing for the Mandalorian and obviously there's going to be an event or something coming shortly for the Mandalorian. Do you see any non-force users that are considered galactic legends? Sure, I I would love that. I I guess I never even considered it that maybe they wouldn't be force users. I mean, you, you have to admit, like Star Wars is. You hear people say, like, man, all I want is a Star Wars movie without the force at all, or something, <laughs> or without lightsabers. And I'm like, why? Like that's part of the charm of it. Like you want space wizards, like. We like Lord of the Rings, and a big part of that is Gandalf and the old man fights and stuff, you know, like yeah. Saruman and, 
and Gandalf and the Witch King, all this stuff. Like the magic is cool. And Star Wars would still be cool without without it. Like Rogue One proved that. I know you don't like it as much. That's one of my favorite movies in Star Wars. But one of the most one of the favorite scenes anyone has from Rogue One, whether they liked it or not, Vader. is the scene with Vader. Yeah, like just killing guys. So uh, you have to you have to realize that Force users are central to Star Wars. They they just are like. It would not have. It wouldn't have been nearly as uh, as attractive of a movie if old Ben just like died and he was just dead. You know, yeah. like there's just like this. The force is important, and so you know, I just took it. I guess I've taken it for granted that we're the the Galactic Legends are force users. That being said, why not? I I'd be good. I'd be good with like a Mandalorian. Uh, galactic legend or like a princess leia one i'd, I'd be fine with that i yeah. i guess she's a force user in she fact yeah. you could have a pre a pre-discovery of her sisterhood of luke kind of <laughs> leia you know like uh i don't know an, an endorian leia that doesn't use the force like uh, that's not her that's not her at her most powerful i guess but all i'm saying is i'd be good with it i don't know what character would fit frankly yeah because the most yeah. powerful characters are force users generally but well that that's my thing and people are bringing up solo i, I was actually when you were talking about rogue one i was going to bring up the solo movie as well which i i do enjoy the solo movie and until the very end there is no force users and we don't actually see the force being used um but the true answer to this question for me is i just don't know who would be a galactic legend like in my mind, Galactic Legend is everybody, like you say so-and-so, and everyone's like, oh, that's a Star Wars character, okay. Um, I just don't know who would have that sort of name recognition. I, you know, I, 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 I just can't figure out the character. And Leia, like even Leia pre-knowing she was Luke's sister, if you go back... And I forget the name of the book now. It was released two or three years ago, though, where it was Leia as a teenager. And she that's where they find mm-hmm. Crate the first time. I just can't remember the name. But there was hints at her force abilities in that book. Um, you know, nothing, nothing obvious, nothing right in front of you. But there was hints of the abilities, at least. Um, but I, so I just I, I don't know who would be the galactic legend that wasn't a force user. Cause it's like Luke Vader, Palp, race, Kylo. It's it, all these like main people in movies. <laughs> they just happen to be the force users. Right. I mean, because the narrative is surrounding the force users, like people right. are like, you know, Hondo, should be and i'm like he's not he's not a legend though like he's cool I, he could be a legendary him. but not a galactic legend yeah like who's, who's gonna be a galactic legend that isn't like we already have five hans but like han could fit that mold frankly like his resourcefulness yeah. if you if you got him if you were able to capture his essence but all the other versions of han kind of do that already so right i'm not I'm not opposing it people are like if, if they have a Mandalorian, if they have the Mando as, as a galactic legend, I, I guess I could stomach it. I don't care. I, frankly, not yet. I'm, not I, yet. You know, 
that's my yeah. opinion on Mandalorian. I love that. I love the show. I love the character. I don't think he's at Galactic Legend State in the game. You know, right? Maybe oh, yeah. in in two years, two more seasons of Mandalorian, and he's done some badass things. Like I'm all for it then, but I just think it's too early for him. I mean, it's been like what a year that he's been around. Abner Dune in chat says Padme, maybe. And I could go for that for sure. Yeah. Oh, God. I just, Padme, but... I just saw a meme today that made me laugh about Padme. It was something about uh, dying of sadness. I need to find oh, yeah. it and I'll post it. In, yeah. Yeah. She, she's talking to Organa, Senator Organa. She's like, uh, so this is how freedom dies. Oh, yes. Thunderous yes. applause. <laughs> and, and then he's like, at least it's not dying of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that so made me good. laugh much harder than it should have. Uh, I know, I said that to my wife and she laughed. It's good. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to um, sure. the next question of what do you, th- actually, let's save that for last. Um, what are your opinions of waiting to attack second or going first right out of the gate? Do you have a preference one way or the other? Um, so I always like to go second. If I had the, if I could just push a button that said I would always, always be able to go second that like it, it's, it's kind of an unfair advantage, you know, in a lot of ways, because you, you have so much more information because, cause especially now it's like, I don't know what the hell they're putting in the back zone. They could easily be trapping me. I have no idea, yeah. but, but like you did it last night, you, you were like, okay, so they, you know, they made these moves and they got these scores on me. Therefore, I can just use, what was it? You used Supreme Leader Kylo, uh, like on Darth Revan, Darth Revan yeah. right up yep. front. Because you knew you could probably beat the stuff they had in the back based on their scores and based off of their total banner levels. So like, there's so much more information available. Like it is a huge tactical consideration in my opinion like that being said i have a job and i have to like i can't and i'm streaming things so i can't just like go out to my car to do my attacks uh, and record i i have to i have to go at a specific time so like my preference in it if, if they want to attack first great do they usually almost never but yeah you know if i had the choice yes i would i would force them to go first if i could uh before i started streaming i had all my attacks done within two hours of the start of <laughs> the attack phase i would have uh i would be at work and you know the, the new attack phase starts at five o'clock for me uh 5 p.m so i'd be at work i'd finish up whatever i was working on by like 5 30 i'd be the last one in the office and people are like oh he's working hard no, I, I'm really just attacking for like a half hour or whatever uh, to the point where like clean the cleaning people are coming into the office and I'm sitting there playing a video game as they're emptying the trash and vacuuming the floor. I'm like, oh, this isn't embarrassing. I swear to God. Um, but recently I stopped. I stopped streaming my alt account. Um, and so now I attack with my alt now, like within the first 20 minutes, because it, it feeds it feeds the need and lets me hang out until I actually start streaming for the main account. I do. 
I do like just blasting a high score up front early on and basically saying, there's what I did. Come beat me. Um, there's, there's just something fun about that. And then they just don't. <laughs> and then they don't. Or you fail a couple times. You're like, and now I have to wait for 23 hours. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's the panic because I always fail against the people that insist on waiting until the last hour to attack, no matter what. And I'm sure it's just because they have a job and, you know, they attack when they get a chance, but it's, (laughs) it doesn't mean it doesn't piss me off when they attack in the last hour. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, I, I would love it if people attacked right away, but right. Uh, All right. So as content creators playing against opponents that know you stream, have you had opponents purposely watch you attack to see what you have hidden in the back or for any other advantages they might get? Hold on. Let me, let me read that. I don't, I don't think I caught all of it. Let's see. So it's e. e. Okay. As content creators playing against opponents that know you stream your GACs, have you had an opportunity opponents purposely watch you attack to see? Yeah. So for sure. I've had at least one a time like that where, the guy even admitted it to me. He was just like, oh yeah, I watched your stream and now I'm about to attack. I was like, great. And then he failed. The, the fact is like, so the, there, is a, there is that a disadvantage for sure. But the truth is like, especially at, at this GP level and pre- like people should be like the, the players that I care about uh, trapping and stuff like a lot of times traps aren't going to work on them anyways. It's more about execution and forcing them to do it. And so like, it, yes, it can be pretty frustrating uh, for sure. I, I, yeah. I prefer them not to do that hundred percent, but it, yeah, it happens. And I have stopped showing my back zone sometimes because I, I just don't, I would prefer to keep at least a couple of my secrets. I, the, the other piece of it is as a content creator, I just have to be, I have, that's a fact I have to accept. Some people are going to do that. Uh, not, not most of them. Most of them will be pretty stand up in my experience, but uh, it, it's just the reality. And if I, if it's not a reality, I'm willing to accept, then why am I streaming in the first place? <laughs> right. That That's a good point to it. And most people, I agree with what you said. Most people are good about it. I've had a number of GACs where people say, oh, I know who you are. You know, I've watched your videos, etc." And so I'd say, hey, I'm going to stream at this time. If it's possible, can you clear the front bottom zone? And that way, you know, nobody has any advantages. And they'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I once I, I felt sort of bad, sort of bad because I ended up winning. Um I asked this guy that I was going up against, like, hey, do you mind clearing the front bottom zone before I stream? And so he said, yeah, absolutely. And GAC opened up and he attacked the front zone almost immediately because he was actually European. So normally he attacked when he woke up, but he's like, yeah, I'll clear the front bottom. And then he failed like three times. I was like, oh, God, (laughs) you're doing me a favor. And I ended up you end up failing. Um, so I sort of felt bad and, but I won. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, I, I have well, had a couple people stream snipe. I, you know what? 
I try to set a tough enough defense. You know, we talked about efficiency versus the super heavy defense. I try to set enough or a heavy enough defense that people aren't going to get fantastic banners against me unless they had time, like, before the round started, before they placed their defenses, they could make a plan. And I found that that's fairly true. Like, you might know what I have in the back, but you're still going to have to beat my front-bottom zone, which is not a front an easy front-bottom zone to get through. So, oh, And that's, that's exactly it. Like, okay, you know what I have. You, you suspected what I had anyways. Right. So... And if you didn't suspect that, then I didn't fear you as a, an opponent in, in the first place. Right. It, so. Yeah. yeah. If you didn't look at my GAC history anyway and see that I'm going to place a Galactic Legend in the back zone no matter what, like, that's on you. <laughs> that's not that's not on me. That, that one's on you. Yeah. Like, there's – I like to trap a little bit. I like to – yeah, I like to force these situations where people are pretty sure that what I have back there. And yeah. so then I put a team that also counters. The, I, so there, it's like, okay, I'm going to use Jedi Luke to counter the thing you have in the back there. And then, uh, but, but damn it all, Zareth, you just placed a team <laughs> that Jedi Knight Luke also counters in the front. And if I don't use Jedi Knight Luke there, then what am I going to even use? Right. Like it still, it still creates these really tough situations. So if they know what I have in the back... I, whatever i mean yeah I, I prefer not but we can we can move on right exactly uh all right so final question is what do you think of ig11 and quill as a huge droid fan and also in anticipation for whatever mando thing is coming i have an r3 quill and an r5 ig11 i've been underwhelmed so far um so i i don't i'm not as up on these guys so the uh, the challenges though, so the, the challenge, um, what was it Friday? The like we saw IG eleven with a million hit points. He was really tough to shift. He had all the like a perma taunt on him. That was all pretty cool. I I think I'm excited to see what Clash can do with it. Like he yeah. he messaged me saying like he like IG eleven is going to have over 400k effective hit points. <laughs> It, it's crazy like 400k is like you just eat a whirlwind from ray without any kind of mitigation at all like you just right. eat it and yeah. you're like all right cool i mean he'd probably be close to dead but like it's pretty cool uh the thing is their kits are their kits are so good at buffing different things like i i guarantee we're gonna see some dirty comps my my thought I think we're going to see them with Ray in 5v5. Yeah. I think we're just going to see them with Ray, and it's going to be obnoxious AF. So, Probably. I, I, yeah. Well, since Gom rated into us, I will give him – I probably would have done it anyway, but give his stream a little publicity of Operation Metaverse. So on Thursday, they had uh, a guest. It was Van Seal. And so he doesn't have IG-11 yet, but he had Quill. And he had bounty hunters doing nasty, nasty things with Quill on the team. And I mean, like, taking out Galactic Legends nasty. Um, now, granted, his entire team is R7. Um, so, you know, the person that's sitting at R3 might not be taking out the Galactic Legends. But if at R7 you can take out Galactic Legends, at R3 you're going to be able to take out 
a bunch of teams. And that was without IG-11. So I will say the kind of life cycle, and I've said it on here before, the life cycle of new characters in Star Wars Galaxy Heroes is before they released, when we get the kits, everyone's like, this is so amazing. Then they get the, then they get released. We don't know the proper team setups yet. And everyone's like, man, they just don't feel as good as I thought they were going to be. Then a week later, somebody like Clash or Van Seal or, you know, anybody, somebody else develops a team and it goes from, oh man, this team is underwhelming to, man, we can't beat this team. And then finally, like another week later, somebody's figured out a counter and we all kind of move on. So I think we're still in the early stage of IG-11 and Quill. I think there are still pieces that need to be put together by people and we will see their true effectiveness. They might, they're probably not going to be a meta team, but that doesn't mean that they can't take out meta teams. It's a, I see them like a finalizer in Radis, where they're extremely good right now. They have great kits, but they're probably not going to displace the arena meta. But in Grand Arena, they're going to be popping up basically everywhere. Yeah, we will absolutely see them. Uh, we won't. Yeah. You and I will see them because we play against Krakens sometimes, and yeah. Krakens like to play with their toys, which they should, hundred percent. Right. That's not, I would too. It's not disparaging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just yeah the, the yeah exactly. If if I had them, I would do it too. But for the most part, we're gonna have to wait for a few months until we start seeing them all the, all over the place. But they're also fun kits, and they have so much theorycraft potential. Like I don't know if Go Cubs is still watching, but he he has a lot of. I bet he's going to come up with some really fun comps with that as well. Like uh, their kits are so, so versatile and all over the place. They, they're going to reach so many different characters. And I, I have a very difficult time thinking they're not going to be relevant, especially if they can get IG-11's effective hit points to 400K. That's insane. That's so, that's, that's going to be cool. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm excited to see where they go. Um, all right. Is that all the podcast questions? That's all for this week. So thank you to everyone that submitted, uh, the podcast questions. And actually I stole a couple from the chat today that we added in as well. Um, now we both have all accounts. Um, you're on a ridiculous winning streak on your alt account, which is sitting in division two. How'd your alt do this week? Um, okay, so my first match, I was like, uh, so 3v3 is very good for my account, for, for my alt. Uh, I'm in Division 2, but I, I've kept the relics low enough that I, I don't face anyone, like, too crazy. Like, people people in Division 5 are, like, whining. They're like, man, the defenses I face are way harder. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> you, you have Relic 7 on a bunch of characters. Like, I, yeah. I have Relic 3 on a couple, and everyone else is Relic 0, kind of. So I've, I've kind of controlled the matchups to the point where, um, you know, I, I've won 90, 91 in a row at this point. And this week started off, I was like, man, this is so obnoxious. Like my opponent couldn't clear any of my, any of my zones, uh, couldn't do it. It's been a couple times now in a row, in fact, that opponents can't clear my front zones, which makes me feel kind of guilty because someone was just telling me how 
crushed and hopeless that makes them feel if they can't clear any zones and i'm like oh my alt did that like he's done that like four <laughs> times this month or this this season uh the fact is though so the first one i was like man this it's like almost unfair i'm just destroying this guy i got 2675 like great banners uh, and then the next match the guy placed almost everything on defense uh not not, not everything of course he kept a couple good teams but um, I still got a pretty decent score, and then he also couldn't clear me, clear any of my zones. Maybe cleared like killed a couple squads though. Um, and then the the final one though, the guy had really good lifetime banners, clearly knew what he was doing, and uh, he places a crazy defense. And I got my by far my lowest uh, total banners. I think I got like. 2637 is what I got. And I was like, man, if he can just be efficient, because I, I even failed one, if he could just be efficient, he, he wins. And then he he did manage to clear one of my zones, but just barely. Um, and then he couldn't clear fleets. It, it was, I don't know. I, I was, it's just been a good, it's been a good run for my alt. And the, the thing that I'm chasing this time though, that's different, that makes it different. I'm trying to get the, premier kyber champion title which would be uh, you know beyond awesome that would be so cool if, if i can go undefeated and get full clears i'll get top 10 i'm in a position now i'm number two and i'm like 60 banners behind calvin awesome who is number one in that division and unless he fails a few times i don't see catching i don't see myself catching up to him with the remaining three matches but i'm gonna try I'm gonna give him gonna give him as much competition as I can, so that that's kind of where I'm at with with my alt. I've won 91 in a row, and hopefully I can get to 100 so I can do something dumb with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, how how uh, was your how was your alt solo? Uh, this week was a strange one for me. So I think I was what coming into this week I was five and one. Um, so my first two matches, I went up against people with double galactic legends. And so I kept, I kept my ray for offense and prayed that they didn't set a second galactic legend on defense. And they didn't, um, both times they set one on defense, kept one for offense. And so I was able to easily clear uh, their galactic legend with my galactic legend. And then it came down to efficiency, which I usually won. So I, I won the first two matches easy against the double galactic legends. Then this past round, um, I just had a lot going on last night. So it was very much like attack here, then go do something, then do another attack and then go do something. And so I got, um, I was basically distracted because I had to, because I, I was just busy in real life. And so I ended up losing to a Padme team, which was stupid because I had Ray available, but when you're not attacking, you know, when you don't just sit down and attack, I kind of lost track of the teams that were available. And I was like, are you serious? I just lost to Padme when I had, <laughs> when I had my galactic legend Ray available and he didn't have any on defense. That's stupid. So I lost this week. It was 100% my loss. Like he cleared me and he got a decent score with one shot, but I would have beaten him if I, if I just paid attention. So again, we talked about having a plan. 
I did not have a plan while I was playing. It was just kind of a attack here and there type situation, and it did not it did not turn out well. <laughs> yeah, attacking out of tempo like that it, it can be it's so hard. Honestly, yeah. that's uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like you say, it, it it can it can just really mess with you. So I feel you on that, brother. Yep. But it's an alt, and right, and it's going to make Kyber. Gonna make Kyber. <laughs> That's no matter what happens next. I shouldn't say no matter what happens. I can, you know, if I don't clear three times in a row, I, I won't make Kyber. But I, I just need to basically play next week, and I should make Kyber. So that's all I really care about on the alt. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all you should worry about. <clears throat> um. So. So yeah, that that's it for that. Now our. Our penultimate segment is, or maybe it's our last one, uh, maybe it's our ultimate. Uh, we talk about how we're advancing our roster and how we're getting ready for the next big thing. So, Solo, what have you been doing for that? I, well, this past week, I finished my um, Galactic Legend uh, palp requirements. You know, I waited until GAC lock and then I dropped on whole ton of relics <laughs> on everybody and uh i started the palp farming so for the next two weeks you're going to ask me what have you been doing to prepare for these two weeks and i'm going to say i'm farming tickets for palp <laughs> which nice. I... i'm more than okay with saying that it's a little boring but i will have palp i have planned it out i was hoping to have palp for the start of uh this week's lock I'm just going to miss out, but I should have the ultimate, you know, knock on wood, as long as I don't lose anything from here on out, I should have the ultimate by the start of next Grand Arena season. Nice. Yeah. I, I should have mine is, I, I don't know if I'll have the ultimate, but I should have my Sith Eternal by the start of next season as well. So. Perfect. And, and yeah, yeah, it is perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, uh, so other than gearing up for PELP, have you done, you know, the PELP requirements, have you, what else have you done this week, if anything? <laughs> I mean, uh, that that consumes pretty much everything. I mean, if I, yeah. I, I don't have any more characters to farm currently, uh, so I, I just finished Piet finally, so that's, I'm done with farming characters in on hard nodes, so now it's just, it's pure gear. And all the gear that I'm trying to farm is for uh, the two remaining characters. I have Sidious at, he needs two pieces and Piet needs two or three pieces. And that's it, then I can start farming tickets. And uh, well, actually I don't know for sure cause I, I'm gonna need relics. I'm sure I'm gonna need to farm a little bit for uh, the relic pieces, like the higher level relic yeah. pieces, but otherwise, not much. I mean, I got IG eleven to gear eight, so that's good. <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. I got I got Gar Saxon to gear nine the other day. Just oh. totally irresponsible. I I just had this character up and I the upgrade button was there and I was like, oh, I'll just push that. And I was like, what have <laughs> I done? <laughs> and now he needs a com link, a, a Mark IV com link, and I'm like, I can't afford that. That is too expensive. <laughs> so now he's just stuck at gear nine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Where's Prime Force when you need him? Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, all right, so that that sums it up. 
Um, all right, guys, before we say the goodbyes, let's just pimp our stuff a little bit. So here's the deal. Um, Zareth and I both, both stream all of our grand arenas. Um, you can find mine at SoloBase15. It's just S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Zareth has to have a difficult name because of somebody that stole his name. So it's Zareth underscore prevails. It's X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S. You can find both of us on Twitch. We stream our battles on um, Sunday night and Wednesday night. On Friday nights, we do it right here on the Gambit Podcast Twitch page for the Gambit Fight Nights. This week, we will have Klesso on for um, our guest. Those of you that follow the Grand Arena Center, um, Klesso, Zareth, and I are fighting for the number one spot in the elite division. We are all within one loss of each other now. So Friday night could turn out to be very fun and very big um yeah actually it's it's gonna be super close because yeah yeah because i'll be tied with Kleso. he has the tiebreaker though so yeah. we whew. and i'm one loss behind you two um time to so, sabotage each other that's gonna be great <laughs> yeah right uh all right so we also have a Discord server. I posted the link in chat if you're following earlier. I can probably do it again. I accidentally posted the link to the Ewok and Alliance page the first time. I'm not going to do that again. Um, then uh, join our Discord server. It's fun. Of uh, It's fun. It's full of a ton of people that are actually more than glad to help if you have questions about uh, Grand Arena. We have all the relevant Grand Arena bots in there as well. If you want Hotbot or DSR or whatever else you want, um, join the Discord server. That's also how you submit uh, the uh, podcast questions that we answer every week. And then finally, or not finally, God, we also have YouTube pages. Search uh, SoloBase15 SWGOH on YouTube. And you will find us, Darth Cohen, thank you for the follow quickly. Uh, or you will find me, search Zareth, S-W-G-O-H. You will find Zareth on YouTube. And finally, we have a counter sheet that uh, lists the battles that were fought in Grand Arena. It lists the full team. So uh, all three members in 3v3 that were attacked, all three members uh, of the team that we used to attack that team. And then there's a timestamped video uh, link directly next to it so you can see how the counter is actually used. It's much more useful than just seeing troopers beat Night Sisters. You can see how the troopers beat Night Sisters and see if you actually have the counter because I think that's the biggest problem with a lot of these counter docs is they don't tell you how. Um, with that said, I think I have pimped our stuff, Zareth. I think it is time to bid adieu. Uh, I agree. So one thing I, I we haven't ever done this, uh, just totally going off script, like we have a script, dear Lord. But um, <laughs> I, I do want to just throw this out, guys, for those of you who are still listening, like we're, we're trying to grow our channel and stuff like we would, uh, we would love it if you guys wanted to tell other people about about this, like it, I'm not saying like go to your guild and just like scream at the top of your lungs to hurry up and go follow us. But like, you know, but go to your guild and scream about at the top of your lungs. <laughs> Yeah, and tell them that we have never been wrong about anything, uh, especially Zareth. 
and uh, <laughs> you know just just a reminder if, if you guys you know if you've been thinking about that if you, if you if you've been thinking about taking that step now that sounds so cheesy but i mean seriously like you know we we want to reach more people if we can and you know a, a lot of people we've gotten good feedback on being on how helpful a lot of our content can be so you know uh spread the love a little if you you don't mind uh we would love that uh yes yes we would uh and with that said Let's cut it off. And actually, I'm looking for all of you on Twitch, and there's nobody else in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes that's streaming. So there will be no raid just because we can't. Um, and guys, thanks for joining us. We will see you on Friday night with Klesso. Yeah, guys. Let's see you in a few days. And don't be a dick. <laughs> and evil sucks. Have a good one, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>